Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Mesa Rink on the campus of Union College in Schenectady, New York, where the Union College men's hockey team skated away with a 4-1 ECAC hockey victory over Dartmouth. Uh, solid effort by the Dutchman coming off uh, a couple of games in the North Country last weekend where they split, but they took too many penalties. Uh, lesson was learned. Union just took one penalty uh, on Friday against Dartmouth, and um, they were able to kill that off without a problem. Uh, like I said, it was a solid effort. The, the, the big story tonight was uh, Union was facing Cooper Black, the freshman goaltender who is six foot eight. He makes Ken Dryden look small. Uh, I, I was watching him in the warm-up. Uh, he's, even when he goes down, he covers the entire net. So it, it was going to be an interesting uh, case study to see how Union would attack uh, Cooper Black. And uh, I, 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 I didn't think they would be able to screen him. They were able to do that. They beat him uh, on a shot that he was trying to go down on, and uh, they scored two empty net goals. And uh, that's how they came away with the 4-1 victory. Uh, we'll talk about the goals, but uh, Union played a solid first period, dominated the first period. In fact, uh, outshot Dartmouth 11-1, to but uh, came up empty, and uh, the second period came along, and um, Dartmouth looked like a different team in that second period, and they really were taking it to the Dutchman, and it paid off for the Big Green at uh, 6.54 of the second period when uh, Sean... Uh, Chisholm scored uh, from the slot, beating uh, Colt tender Connor Murphy on a shot that trickled through the pads, and that gave Dartmouth a one nothing lead. But Union you know, didn't, you know, didn't panic. They kept playing their game, and and eventually they were able to get the t- game tying goal. Uh, there was a screen in front by Owen Farris, and uh, it was a perfect screen as Mason Snell skated to the left circle and tied the game. Connecting with Smedsrud. Smedsrud fights off his man. Could be a three on two. Watkins. Doesn't get a clean shot away. Here's Snell. A little bit of room. Score! And that's what we're talking about. Not that I'm trying to say no more than somebody else but a knack goal. Just get guys in front and put it on net. Let's see what happens. And that's exactly what happens. Set up by Smedsrud. That was the call of Matt Dubray and Brian Unger on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, and uh, so the team took a – the game went 1-1 into the third period. And uh, it was a back-and-forth third period. Yeah, Union had some chances. Dartmouth had some chances. But uh, about um, 6.20 left in the third period. Uh, Bram Shearer sent a puck from the uh, neutral zone. Uh, Left-wing side, his pucks uh, came all the way around the, the, the back of the uh, net, came out the right side. Uh, Ethan Benz looked like he was going to take it, but he let it go. And that was the, the perfect play to do because uh, uh, Ben Tupker, who was uh, named one of the three captains last Thursday, picked up the puck, got to the right circle, and did this. Now Tupker takes it. He'll drop it back. Here comes Union. Hits the red line. Zings it in. Left wing. Ben's Tupker and Shearer out. Tupker finds it. Shot on there. He scores! Seeing eye puck for Tupker. Union takes the lead with 6.20 to go. Tupker's goal gave Union a 2-1 lead. And uh, with 3.33 left in the third period, uh, Dartmouth coach Reed Cashman pulled um, Connor uh, Cooper Black for an extra attacker. But that backfired when Caden Viegas scored into an empty net with 1.51 to go with to make it 3-1. And then uh, Black was pulled again. And this time, 
Colin Ferguson, who scored his first career goal last Saturday at St. Lawrence and said earlier this week that the floodgates have opened. Well, he's, he was right. He scored into an empty net for his second uh, collegiate goal, and that sealed the deal and gave Union the 4-1 to victory. So we have press conference uh, interviews for you. Uh, we'll start with uh, the Dutchman head coach, Josh Halge, uh, talking about the game. Josh, you're facing a goaltender who is six foot eight. What do you tell your team, you know, even if you scream, which you eventually did on that first goal, but what do you tell your team? Yeah, just that we have to get to the, the hard areas of the ice and um, you know, try to take his eyes away as best we can. Uh, he's talented, and um, you know, luckily enough, we were able to get one through there as the, period, the second period wore on. Yeah, I mean, it looked like it was a screen in front. I mean, sometimes it looked like it would be possible to screen him because he, he could see over you, but he didn't see that goal at all. Yeah, no, I thought we did a really nice job uh, taking his eyes there and, and having a lot of traffic. And then, um, you know, Mason Snell's been playing really good hockey, and I was glad he got rewarded by stepping in there and making a play. How big was that goal? Because you, know, you guys had dominated the first period, outshot Dartmouth 11-1, didn't score. Yep. They came out with more uh, passion, and uh, they were taking it to you. They took the lead. So how important was uh, Mason's goal maybe to settle things down and get you back in it? I think it was huge. I mean, we were talking about it after the first. It would have been nice to be up one, and but we t- always say you win the game in the you know the first five minutes by setting your pace and and playing your style. And I thought we did a nice job of that. And then obviously they're well coached. Um, they went in the locker room. I'm sure they gave it to their guys a little bit, and they they pushed back, and uh, we were able to kind of withstand it and not let it get away from us and, and find a way to even it out. And Ben's goal, it looked like he picked up the puck that was you know, came around the, the uh, boards there. And he caught, it appeared he caught um, uh, Black going down on is trying to get So was that just a perfect shot there, by, uh, uh, Ben? Yeah, I think so. I think he just uh, saw an opening, and uh, lucky enough for us, it went in. And, um, you know, he's, he's doing a great job leading, so I'm glad he got rewarded. And then they pulled their goaltender twice. And, I mean, how important is it to, to put that game away with those two empty net goals? I mean, it was huge. I mean, <laughs> we haven't, um, you know, been in that spot a lot here and we're learning how to win as a hockey team so to 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 handle it the way we did i thought guys were sacrificing for each other and um you know keeping everything to the outside and you know uh and then when you have the chance to finish they did so it was it was nice for us as a as a team colin ferguson said the on tuesday that after he scored up in st lawrence the floodgates are going open i guess he meant it because it's his second in a row yeah that's uh that's nice for him i mean he's i I've watched a lot of his video, and uh, he should have already scored by now. So it's you know nice for him to finally get get rewarded for it. I mean, you know, you were talking about you know, we've talked about this Tuesday about the penalties. You, you know, took too many penalties up in the North Country last weekend. You guys only took one penalty tonight. So how important was it to discipline and being able you know to take advantage of that discipline and you know win this game? Yeah, I, I think for us we got to have really good habits and details if we want to be successful. And tonight we did that. Um, good stick discipline it was on the ice. Uh, it wasn't you know up in the air and, and hooking and holding. So um, happy happy with that. It was a good step for us as a group. You looked a little agitated at the end of the uh, I think it was first second period maybe. Um, with was there was there a missed call you thought? Well, I, I just thought there was a couple where we had scoring chances where we were hooked or held and um, you know. I, at at the same point, I just I just wanted to let them know like we I thought we had um, some scoring chances, but overall I thought the game was officiated well. Yeah, and overall for this game, the effort you were very happy with it. Yeah, I thought it was a good step. I thought we came out, set the pace early. Um, again, like any good team, Dartmouth pushed back really hard, and um, and then in the third, um, we you know kind of played the way we wanted to and, and managed the game very well. 
Looks like midway through the third, uh, Nick Petrullo went off. Uh, did he get hurt blocking a shot? Yeah, he uh, he got dinged up um, there with blocking that. And uh, spot, I don't think you want to block him in. And, uh, and it was able to come back for us and uh, give us some good minutes there at the very end. Up next are three of the goal scorers from the game for, for Union. Ben Tupker, uh, Mason Snell, and Cullen Ferguson. You guys facing a six foot eight goaltender. Uh, how intimidating is that to, to face him? What do you have to do to beat a goaltender like that when you're you know, seeing him for the first time? Uh, I mean, I think as a group of forwards, there's not much that really needs to change. We're obviously aware that he's bigger than most goalies, but um, we have a lot of guys that make plays. And I don't think they're going to change too much just based on the size of our goalies. So, um, did a lot of good stuff in terms of being in the soft areas and getting pucks on net. So, at the end of the day, we can just hope that a few went in, and that's what happened. So. Basically, for you, do you worry about intimidation with a goaltender like that? I, I mean, I'm old enough to remember Ken Dryden was you know, tall back in the day. So, uh, I mean, do you worry about that? I think as a defenseman, uh, your main goal at the point is just get it to the net um, and let the forwards do their work. I think with a good screen in front, um, that helps to make the, let the pucks get through, and especially um, the D to D passes or uh, cross ice passes kind of help too. We got moving. Yeah, talk about your goal. I mean, you guys are down one nothing. You played a great first period, didn't come up with a goal there. Dartmouth had you know was dominating you guys for that second period. They're up one nothing. Did you let the screen? It was a screen, and it looked like you. Did you let that develop, and before you took the shot? Um, honestly, uh, I just kind of took a few steps, and uh, Ferry was already there. Uh, it was a nice play by Wadi to move it up quick, and I think uh, that that goal was just a uh, what's the word for it? Uh, because of our systems, because of how we played, because of how hard we were working, I think we got rewarded there. So puck luck, uh, not puck luck, maybe not the right word, but uh, uh, just working hard. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. And then your goal, I guess Bram wraps it around the the, uh, the boards there. You pick it up in the right circle. And it looked like you caught um, the goaltender Black going down at the right time there. I mean, did you see a little bit of an opening between his pads? Uh, I mean, I'd like to say that I picked a spot, but for the most part, it was kind of just like having a bit of space and getting it on net, and that's what I try to do. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a great play by Benz to just have awareness to know that I was behind and leave it for me, and, uh, yeah, I, I just tried to get it on net, and good things happen. So, yeah. I mean, how big was that goal to you know, take control and, and have Darbeth try to play catch-up, and then you end up at scoring two more two empty net goals? Yeah, I mean, obviously the go-ahead goal was huge. I think that as a team we were due, we were doing a lot of a lot of good things all night. We were sticking to our systems. We were playing the right way. We weren't cheating the game. So, I mean, at some point someone was going to get one, so I was just lucky enough that mine found the back of the net. Colin, you said the other day the floodgates were going to open after your first goal. Are they opening now? Yeah, they're wide open. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about a six-foot-eight goalie. Um, wasn't intimidated. Just thought I'd score when he wasn't in the net. Um, thought I had better chances at that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> How important, I mean, you know, last week the game's up in the North Country. You took a lot of penalties and really cautioned against St. Lawrence tonight. Just one penalty, and you know, you, you know, basically Dartmouth ended up killing that with, with the penalty they took during the power plays. How important was the discipline tonight, and how effective was that? Yeah, I mean, it's huge, especially like you talked about when the game's uh, shifting with momentum back and forth, back and forth. Special teams is huge, and if you're in the box for a long time, it's just going to kill your momentum. So, I mean, uh, coaches made sure this week of practice we weren't taking any penalties. It ended up working out tonight, and, yeah, I mean, I think it was huge for us in the end. How important was this to be able to play like this and, you know, come out with a victory and, uh, and you know, bounce back from what happened last Saturday? 
Yeah, I think everybody knows that league points are huge, and I think there's a ton of parity in our conference this year, so all three points matter every single night. So I think we've understood the importance of that. We we know how good our league is, and we know how hard it is to get all three points every single night. So if we just keep playing like we did tonight, I think good things are going to happen. So it's about just keeping uh, consistent with our play. Yeah. So. And Mason, your th- thoughts on the, um, the playing dis- with discipline tonight? Yeah, you know, obviously, like Ferg said, uh, being in the box all night, you know, that we get out of the ro- routine. Some guys lose shifts. Some guys are playing too much. Um, it was a huge emphasis of practice this week to stay out of the box, and I think we got rewarded for it tonight. Um. Finally, let's hear from uh, Dartmouth head coach and former Quinnipiac standout, Reed Cashman. Yeah. You guys controlled the play in the second period after a tough first period, and then it was sort of even through the third period, and they got one that snuck one by um, Black there. I mean, how difficult was that to see? Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think the, the first was disappointing, and then the second, and I, I really liked our third, too. The problem is that when you have that kind of first period, and it becomes a 1-1 game in the third, now it's 50-50, and it's a coin flip, and they make one more play than we do. Obviously, black at six eight could be intimidating. What does it take me? Is how important is having that kind of goaltender and to be able to use his size to that advantage? Yeah, I mean he's he's still learning the college game. I think every night there's probably a couple that you know he'll continue to improve. I think we have the best goalie coach in the country in Jason Tapp, but Cooper has. Uh, the sky is the limit for Cooper Black with that size, athleticism, and he's an ultra competitive kid. Yeah, I, you know, unfortunately, it looked like he was going down on Tucker's shot, and he managed that's managed to get through his pads there you know, from looking up at the, the press box. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he saw it. Like I said, I, I think I'm sure knowing him as a kid, he's going to want that one back. But but the other thing is, again, he didn't he didn't see it till late. And again, when it's one one late, like those are the pucks that go in, and that's the difference. Yeah. Um... Sort of what do you make of the group so far? You had a couple impressive wins uh, last weekend against Ivy teams. Tough one tonight. What does that mean for, for this group? You know, last year, those were hard to come by. Yeah, I mean, I think they're still going to be hard to come by this year. I think yeah. we're I think we're young. I think we're coachable. Um, I think there's a difference between competing and, and learning how to win. And so far, we have struggled on the road. We've been good at home. And we need to figure that out in the next... 21 hours before we go into RPI. My three stars of the game, uh, we'll start with number three. The star, uh, goaltender Connor Murphy uh, of Union. He made 23 saves in the game. Number two star, Mason Snell with his first goal as a Union Dutchman. Uh, that was a tying goal in the second period. And then the number one star, Ben Tupker with the game winner. Uh, he, of course, as I said earlier, he was named one of the three captains last Thursday. And his game winner sent Union on to the 4-1 victory tonight. Uh, other games on Friday uh, around ECAC hockey. RPI had a 2-0 lead after two periods against Harvard. But then the Crimson stormed back, scoring twice in the third. And then Alex Gaffney getting his second goal of the game in overtime to help uh, the Crimson with a, take a 3-2 victory over the Engineers. Other games, Quinnipiac trailed by scores of 1-0 and 2-1 at Brown. But uh, the Bobcats pulled away with a 4-3 victory against the Bears. Uh, Clarkson shut out Colgate 4-0. Uh, former Union player uh, Gabriel Seeger had a couple of assists against St. Lawrence to help Cornell beat the Saints 5-1. And uh, Princeton beat Yale 3-0 in New Haven. It's the third straight game that Yale has been shut out. So the Bulldogs 
having issues getting goals from uh, their players. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, transpires throughout the season. Looking ahead to Saturday, um, as we said, you know, Harvard will be host will be in that mess of rink on Saturday night to take on Union, and Dartmouth goes over to Troy to take on RPI. Brown will host Princeton, Colgate's at St. Lawrence, Cornell's at Clarkson, and in the battle of uh, the New Haven area rivals, the first one of the season, and it'll be Quinnipiac against Yale. So will Yale be able to score against Quinnipiac? I don't know. Uh, so we'll see how that turns out uh, for uh, the Bulldogs. Let's talk about the Union College women for a couple seconds here. Uh, they played Friday afternoon against RIT, a non-conference game. And uh, they had some issues early on. Trail one nothing. Got a couple power play goals in the second period to take a 2-1 lead. And then uh, RIT tied it on a goal by uh, Kyla Bear uh, with 57 seconds left in regulation. Sending the game into overtime. And uh, for the second consecutive game... Union wins in overtime, and for the second consecutive game, the goal game-winning goal scorer was Riley Wall. She scored with 58 seconds left in the extra period to give Union a 3-2 victory, extending their unbeaten streak to three games, and now they're 5-5 and 1 on the season. And uh, Riley Walsh had scored the overtime game winner last Saturday uh, in a comeback victory over Dartmouth, 5-4 in a game in which uh, Union trailed. By scores of 3-0 and 4-1. Those two teams will be back at it uh, Saturday at 3. And I'll be covering that game so you can follow my uh, tweets on Twitter. And, of course, you can follow my uh, coverage on Twitter with the men's game as well. So it'll be a, a hockey doubleheader for you uh, Union hockey fans. And I hope you uh, get a chance to uh, cover, watch my uh, tweets come along. So uh, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast or questions about Union hockey or college hockey, you can email them to me at shots. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at DailyGazette.com. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you Saturday night from Messer Rink. From Messer Rink in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.